Kathy, welcome to the Pre-Seamless podcast. We're going to talk about what you are going to talk about at the conference in Riyadh in a couple of weeks from uh, now. Before I tell our audience something wrong, can you please introduce yourself? What are you doing and for whom are you working? Um, hi, excited to be here. Uh, my name is Kathy Hackle. I'm the Chief Futurist at Journey, which is a design and innovation consultancy. We work with brands like Nike, Walmart, Clinique, Ralph Lauren, and the likes to help them navigate virtual spaces. We also do physical design and immersive experiences. Um, and I, there I lead the virtual studio. So excited to do that. I'm also the founder of Verse Lux, which is my own luxury tech label. And yeah, I'm an author, speaker, podcast host myself, and just uh, all over, you know, international women of mystery. Nice. I, I, you got my attention when I saw the title you're talking about. Uh, I think the title right now on the website is Into the Metaverse, the Essential Guide to the Business Opportunity of the Web 3 Era. So I, I have to admit, I was not like a, a, a big advocate of like Web 3. And, mm -hmm. like, and I always refer to like, you know, 10 years ago with Second Life, nobody did it and blah, blah, blah. And you've heard all the stories. And You've been working now with like different companies in the in this uh, in this era and um, or in this area. Um, can you give me a couple of like success cases or the way how you think about like engaging with those uh, with those things? Be uh, and mm -hmm. if there's like real business in that. Yeah, there is. Uh, th there's definitely. I think people confuse things. Um, just the word metaverse is very. Let's use the word polluted, right? There's many many people that try to use the word or or, or kind of take on it. Um, but for me, the metaverse is the next iteration of the internet. It is a convergence of physical and digital lives. It is about virtual shared experiences that happen both in virtual spaces, but will also happen in the physical world. That's where spatial computing comes in. Um, so it's it's something that's not here yet, right? So to provide a a business case. Let's say um, for the metaverse as a whole, as we're building it, it is kind of kind of interesting. That being said, we can definitely look at virtual worlds and the success those have had. Um, I'll, I'll give you a really interesting example. Anyone out there that's a gamer, there's Diablo, um, one of the video games that came out, the latest version of Diablo. Um, in five days, they sold 666, 666, $666 million dollars. That is more than all the horror movies that have been launched in 2023 combined. Right. So from a virtual spaces perspective, like virtual worlds and gaming economies have been thriving for years. They're worth more <laughs> more than Hollywood and the parts of entertainment put together. So like that has been a thriving space. Um, so when people say, you know, this metaverse thing or this Web3 didn't thing didn't, um, you know, didn't really happen it, to me, it's like we're still building it, but there's still there's still money being made. There's still commerce opportunities. Um, I'll give you another example I think is really interesting is, for example, Walmart land. So uh, my team and I built Walmart land for Walmart and Roblox, and it's had over 18 million visits to date, and it's been very successful. So, you know, it, it depends on how people measure success in this new era. Um, you would, but it you does would measure change. success with the Walmart thing on visits? So it's well, not yeah, that's like, how you measure is, there, is, is there any like purchases connected with those well, visits? Do, do you play Roblox, Alex? Uh, my son plays it. Yeah, I watch yeah, him play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so the, the the Walmart Land version, you don't buy things in Walmart. Um, in Walmart Land, you get virtual items, right? Um, and these are free depending on what you do inside the game, right? So, so it's it depends. Every experience is a little bit different. 
Uh, some of them you have to purchase things like Adopt Me. You usually have to purchase the pets, for example, inside Roblox. In Walmart Land, no. You do activities, you do certain things, and then you get given points, and then you can trade things in inside the game. So every experience in Roblox can do things differently, right? Um, that being said, they did do a campaign last Christmas that was really interesting in trying to kind of merge the physical and the virtual touch points, which was if you went to a Walmart store, for example, or you shopped online, um, and you bought a Roblox gift card, which is a really hot item here in the US. Any party you go to, kids are like, what do you want? They want Robux, so you end up buying them a gift card uh, so they can get Robux. So it, last Christmas, for example, you went to a Walmart store or you bought a, a Roblox gift card uh, through Walmart, it had a special code to unlock a virtual item in Walmart land. They, they could only unlock if they had bought that Walmart, that Roblox gift card through Walmart. Right. So there's already ways that they're starting to figure out, okay, how do we start to connect virtual and physical? I'll give you another example of something that's really interesting right now that I'm paying a lot of attention to and I think is brilliant is Amazon Anywhere. And basically, yeah, right now they launch. So it's Amazon's uh, e-commerce play in the virtual worlds. And it's pretty much just starting off with Niantic's, uh, I think it's called Pimkin. It's not Pimkin. It's one of the one of the games that they just launched. Um, Gosh, its name escapes me right now. But Niantic launched a new game mm. that's not Pokemon Go and it's not Pinkin. It's it's another one. And basically, when you're playing this game, um, you're able to purchase things while you're where you're playing in augmented reality. So whether it's a shirt with the little pet that you're using or anything, so it's called Amazon Anywhere. So it's a way for you to get buy, buy physical items that will arrive at your house, but in game without kicking you out of the game without having to take you outside of a Roblox or a Pokemon Go or whatever it is. So But let's 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 stay with this um let's yeah. stay with this like for a moment because I 100% rely on your initial statement on like gaming because if I mm -hmm. were to ask my son would you rather have like um yeah. a 10 euro uh, voucher for Rocket League that's a game he's playing with mm -hmm. uh, with all his friends uh, or like a 20 euro voucher for H&M or Zara 100% he goes for the Rocket League. Rocket League, thing. Uh, yeah. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's definitely the thing. But that I understand because uh, in the gaming thing, like might it be Diablo, might it be other, other mm -hmm. games, they, they are attracted like to the game itself and they want mm -hmm. to buy skins and they want to trade things. And all of this stuff is happening and that lead, uh, leads to a situation where, as you said, the gaming industry is more valuable than all, all yeah. Hollywood. Even some games are way more valuable like than the top 10 movies all time. Yeah. Or they're, being turned, we, or they're yeah. being turned into movies. <laughs> but 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 what we are seeing, like when when like now the old economy tries to uh, be part of the metaverse, and let's not be like too strict in in in, in defining it, and they start like to build the old economy world like in a virtual way the same thing happened like from my point of view was like second life in 2006 seven mm. i think it was they they start like i don't know what walmart built but most likely it's going to be like a walmart mall or like another other companies are building like a stadium and they expect like mm -hmm. people doing something in a virtual world that mimics an, a real world experience at least yeah many examples i've seen are doing the same and there the whole argument like falls apart. I don't want yeah, to be yeah, like in a I virtual stadium and buy like a virtual ticket for yeah, Taylor yeah, yeah. Swift, even mm -hmm. though I'm wearing the new Apple stuff. So uh, <laughs> I only, am, I, I want to pay like the $200 for Taylor Swift in Las Vegas uh, for the real experience, but I don't, I'm not willing to do it like in the, in the online experience. And many companies are like struggling because they're like yeah. looking at their old business and, say, and try to translate it in a very direct kind of manner 
into exactly. the digital it, it, business. I'll jump in because I agree with you. It should not be translated in the same way. For example, we didn't take an idea of a ro- of a Walmart store and put it in the metaverse. Or put it in Roblox in this case. We didn't do that. We created a whole new world. It's an island. So there's electric island. There's fashion island. There's uh, there's an island for cooking. Like it, it's a it, it's not a Walmart. It's like, I always say this is not your grandmother's Walmart. If you go in and play it, it's completely different. I think that that is where the magic is. If you work with actual game developers, which is what my team is, if you actually work with actual game developers, they understand game mechanics and they understand that this has to look different. You should by no means ever plop the same version you have in the physical world into a gaming uh, platform. Like that makes no sense. So I agree with you. That's why I think like a Nike land is so brilliant. Why Vance world was so brilliant. That's why they're successful because they didn't just grab a Vance store and put it in Roblox. No, they created a world. And I think that that's where you, when you're talking about these younger generations, my three kids are Gen Alpha. And I feel like they love to spend their money there, but they love to build as well. And I think that that's a huge difference is that when you look at Gen Z, right, Gen Z are content creators or they, many of them want to be influencers or content creators creating on a kind of on social media for the younger generation, at least what I'm seeing with my kids, they're growing up as world builders, right? My kids love playing Minecraft. They love playing Roblox. Um, but they like building there as well. They like creating their own games. They like creating their own experiences. So I think that that is a little bit of a, a difference there. Is like you're going from this generation who are content creators to kids that are world builders. And they actually have the tools to create these worlds. And they're spending their money there. But they're also spending time creating their own gameplay and their own experiences. Right. So I definitely agree with you in the sense that no one should ever like if you have an agency telling you you should build a physical replica like replica of your stadium (laughs) in a virtual space. That's not the way to go. You have to be you have to. This is the thing you have to create with the player in mind, with the gamer in mind, not with the brand at the center. It has to be with the game with the player and the gamer that's that lives natively in these platforms in order for it to be successful. Yeah. Like. I understand that uh, if you're like building on an on an already like successful platform, could be your whatever experience in the in the Diablo game or like in Roblox, there's a, a good chance of success because it already attracted hundreds of millions of players. H- how do you rate then the activities from uh, Facebook here with the with mm. the metaverse? Which which and and maybe I'm too old already. I'm not Generation Alpha. My kids also are, but. Mm-hmm. I'm, I see so many like parallels with uh, uh, with second lives. Like millions of investments are going in, billions of Facebook, millions of brands trying to build their replicas, with very limited success when it comes to attention span. People logging into the whatever Microsoft Stadium. I don't know if Microsoft has a stadium there, but just as, <laughs> as an example, no, no. like from 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 your perspective, so how do you rate what Facebook has built? Yeah, so I think, you know, Facebook has many different parts to Reality Labs, not only Horizon, uh, which is what most people go to when they think about the idea and their concept of the metaverse, this virtual world. I am going to be honest, like I've played in Horizon before it was Horizon, it used to be called Facebook Spaces. Um, And I had a lot of fun. I would spend time there with friends, right? But that being said, there's not a lot of people there. It's not huge. I do think that they're they're trying to focus on creating more, uh, more games. Creation, the creation process inside Horizon Worlds is still not great. Like, I'll be very honest. So for the creator, it's not the best experience. Um, So what do I think about what they've built? Um, I think that while them taking the name Meta, um, you know, brought the term term Metaverse to millions of people before I thought 
I would ever have to talk about the metaverse with them, um, which was, you know, I've benefited from that. Um, that being said, it created a lot of confusion, right? I think people immediately thought metaverse and they immediately equated it with virtual reality, which is not the truth. The metaverse is uh, enabled by many different technologies, not just VR, right? So yeah, Horizon World, like there's definitely things lacking. It's not necessarily the best experience for creators. Um, I think Meta's investing in trying to change it. But, you know, when people say, oh, that's the metaverse, I'm like, that is that is far from the truth. Like, that is not the metaverse. The metaverse is many different things. And if you look at, for example, Epic um, and Team Swinney, their CEO, and kind of what they're building, um, totally different perspective. I mean, they're partnering with Lego. They're going all in on creating new experiences. And even Tim, um, there was an article in Business Insider a couple couple weeks ago, probably, and um and, you know, it said like, oh, the, the metaverse is dead. And I remember his tweet. He tweeted out and said, OK, let's hold awake for the 600 million players that there are in Roblox and Fortnite and VR chat and, and included a few others. Rec Room, I think, included as well. Um, so. So, yeah, I think so. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting conversation because I think people the word metaverse became so polluted, it became equated with only one company or only one technology or then it got co-opted in the NFT side. So there's a lot of confusion there, right? But the metaverse is not one single company, so it's not only meta. There's many other companies, right, including Epic, you know, who has a, an amazing game engine, an amazing game called Fortnite. Um, and then you've got, you know, many different technologies. So it's not just virtual reality, right? It's many other technologies. And then, yeah, and then there's this confusion around, oh, there's Web3 metaverses. To me, there's only one metaverse, capital, capital M metaverse, which is a successor state to today's mobile internet that is still mm. being built before, despite people saying it's killed. And so these are all, these other things are virtual worlds. They're, if you wanted to use the term metaverse, there would be lowercase metaverse. But to me, they're virtual worlds and virtual experiences, right? So okay. your example of Second Life, yeah, Second Life was really early. And I love Philip Rosedale. I, love, I mean, I'm still, I'm still friends with him. I think everything, you know, they did set up TeliaPay, which TeliaPay was a really interesting way of doing commerce. It's being used currently by different companies. So, um, so it was early. It wasn't the right time. There wasn't enough people in there. It's, you know, it is what it is. But now it's a little bit different. You have a generation who is moving away from, who basically, who for game, for them, gaming is their new social network. Right. Mm -hmm. So in order for us to understand that is like they already live this duality of virtual and physical and going in between both, as you see with your kids. So to say that this is dead, I think, is pretty premature. The term metaverse could be dead. Right. Or it's overhyped or there's a metaverse whip whiplash. But there is something being created that is the successor state to today's mobile Internet and where Gen Alpha is going to spend a lot of time engaging in a social way both in virtual and physical worlds so i do want to kind of make that very clear that i don't think it's only about facebook well, meta right <laughs> now known as meta um and kind of what they created in horizon world okay then my last question and be be before we are like revealing all the information you're going to give like at your at your <laughs> keynote at, uh, at at seamless um from a scale from one to ten one really bad ten is like outstanding what is your uh what is your rate for uh for the new apple vision pro oh. when it all comes to the after mobile internet thing i will tell you this is the most advanced piece of consumer technology ever created and i say that wholeheartedly having worked inside virtual reality hardware having worked inside spatial computing uh spatial computing hardware like magic leap like this is completely 
I don't think people grasp how hard it is to create this. This is a supercomputer that lives on your face that can see the world. Um, it's it's truly amazing. The optics, everything about it is just it's just phenomenal. So it is hard to produce. This is a very difficult product to produce. So I'm not surprised that there are delays. Um, it's going to take a while. This product, like I said, this product's not going to be for everyone from the get go, right? This product is for someone like me, <laughs> right? It's not going to be for everyone. It will take time. There will be future versions that will be more consumer ready. But it is, without a doubt, one of the most technologically advanced pieces of consumer tech ever created from the optics to the battery. Just, uh, yeah, I'm in awe of what Apple has created. So it's at least created. a 10. It's at least a 10. Oh, it's an 11. It's a, okay. <laughs> Looking forward to more predictions and to more like ratings of like consumer technology uh, at Seamless. Uh, looking forward to meeting you there. Um, thank you, Kathy. Thank you.